Now come on, as you stand, every hand lifted. We pray this morning, change us. Change us, Lord, into your image. Change us, Lord, into your image. We want to look like you. We want to talk like you. We want to walk like you. glorify your name all the glory all the praise all the adoration belongs to you now and forevermore come on one more time would you lift your hands one more time to him and say this morning I give you the right to change my life I open up myself for your word let your word change me let your word transform me Holy Spirit I give you the right Come and do what you want. In Jesus' name. Come on, if you believe that, I want you to put your hands together. And give Jesus a shout of praise. And I want you to do me a favor. Before you take your seat, tell somebody today is a good day for a miracle. Look to somebody that needs a miracle and say today is a good day for a miracle. God bless you. Welcome here at Faith City. Um, I'm gonna, before I'm going to get to the Word of God, I want to just speak on a couple of things. In worship, while we were worshiping here this morning, we will do the, the offering afterwards, but while we were worshiping this morning, it came to my spirit. And this is for every single one here, every single one listening to me around the world. The day will come that we will stand before God. Have you ever thought about that just for a second? Just for a second, that... It's unavoidable. You, you, you cannot avoid this. You're going to stand before God one day. And you'll have to give accountability for your life. But while I was standing, it came to my spirit. You'll, you have to love the Lord your God with all of your mind, with all of your soul, with all of your being. You'll have to love Him more than the pleasures of this world. It's funny how people make all the, all the arrangements on a Sunday. I'm going to say it as it is. Our Christ Christianity has become worldwide. They don't go to church no more. You know, they, they go when they feel like going. There's no consistency. This is why they run from service to service, miracle to miracle, because there's no consistency in Christians' lives. Now, if you love the world more than you love God, you're going to miss heaven. And this preacher will say this again. If you love the world more than you love God, you're going to miss heaven. If you love the places of this world more than you love God, you're going to miss heaven. Come on, I'm speaking to you right now. We, you know, it's not you. I'm not fighting with you because you're here. But a preacher must be there every Sunday. If, and the band must be there every Sunday. Come on. But yet the church can decide when we want to go to church. And if the preacher told me to discipline my kids, I'm not going. Can I have a camera in my face? Just zoom something in, okay? I've said this for the last three weeks. Eileen and me are married. I call her my girlfriend, but she's my wife. <sighs> Maybe I must say this in Chinese and they will understand. Ping, ching, ling, ling, ling. Says my frau. I just call her my girlfriend. So the guys that gets angry and tell me, you, you're not even married. You're just angry because you don't treat your wife like your girlfriend. Okay, so just get that straight. Zoom in. That's my throw. I just call on my girlfriend for the, for the love of God. Can somebody just help the people? Okay. 
So I know <laughs> this week we had a guy attacking on Facebook. And uh, by the way, I wanted to respond. And then the, uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. How do you fight a guy whose IQ is so low that he doesn't even understand the difference between an usher and a bodyguard? Can you zoom in the camera? If you know Vessel Dubrain, Vessel Dubrain don't need a bodyguard. I go to the mall by myself. I take my kids to school by myself. Or you know what I'm talking about. I don't need bodyguards. It's not a bodyguard. You know, we were attacked. Yeah, you, you, this guy's got bodyguards. He doesn't believe in Psalm 91. And I don't know what else. You're a moron. And it's funny how the people who does the least always attack men of God in the name of God. If you sit at home and attacking men of God, it's not God telling you to attack men of God. It's the devil. It's your father, the devil. It's not God. Everybody can't be wrong and you're right. And can I just say this? The Kundalini spirit, there's no such spirit. Oh, it's a Kundalini spirit. Wake up! The same God that creates the universe can't heal you. Come on, please wake up. And then I want to say, and this, this, preach, this sermon is not for you, okay? I'm speaking to the people watching. It's not you because you believe the truth. This is why you're here. If you say that you're a Christian and you don't believe in miracles, you're not a Christian. I want to say this quickly, that we, 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 we have to base our Christianity not just in the fact that Jesus died for us, but based on the fact that He rose from the dead, that He's victorious over death, hell, sin, and the grave. And so if you believe that you're born again, and you don't believe in miracles, you don't believe in what Christ has done for you on the cross of Calvary. Listen to me, Satan has been defeated. The Bible says that Jesus made an open spectacle of him. Come on, He whipped him publicly. It means He whipped sickness publicly. If He made you, He can heal you. What's so difficult to understand? He's a miracle worker. We serve a miracle working God. Come on. The whole Bible is miraculous. Christianity is miraculous. Come on. I'm speaking to somebody right now. Christianity is miraculous. God coming in the form of man is miraculous. Jesus dying on the cross is miraculous. Come on, Jesus raising from the dead is miraculous. You can't separate Christianity and the miraculous. It goes hand in hand. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, we are miraculous. Our God is miraculous. Come on, you better look to somebody and say, shout, he's miraculous. So most of my attacks on social media is the following. I believe in miracles. That's it. I believe what the Word of God says. I have come too far. I've seen too much to doubt the Word of the living God. And it doesn't matter who doesn't believe in it. I believe in miracles because I believe in God. Come on, I said I believe in miracles. Because I believe in God. I said, I believe in miracles. Because I believe in God. Every Sunday I'm here, I'm preaching your, I'm preaching faith to you. My question is, that people don't realize is that preachers also go through stuff. Who gets me out of the dip? Who? 
I have to pray myself out. I have to weep myself out. I have to preach myself out. But you know what I've learned? Consistency is key in walking with God. I have to serve Him faithfully when it's bad. I have to serve Him faithfully when it's good. I can't serve God like this. Come, I'm speaking to somebody. I have to hold on to the Word of God even when I feel like not holding on. I have to hold on when I feel like giving up. I have to hold on because His Word is the truth. And if you believe that, shout amen. Amen. We have to serve God with consistency. Now who, I don't know who heard this last week Sunday. I know not everybody heard it. I heard it. A whole lot heard it. While I was preaching, a keyboard started playing. So I turned to the keyboard, and I thought Boston is on the keyboard. I wanted to show him. Great job. It just, it sounds, and he's not there. And I thought maybe Cecil is just, you know, putting music in, and he's looking around. Who's doing this? Everybody's pulling up shoulders. They don't know. Boston went to the back. He said, is that my cue to go up? I said, no. I think it's just the angels just worshiping God. Four times. Four times. They ran out to, to hear if it's from the outside. They went to the mother's room. This was not there. Listen, let me tell you this. This is miraculous because we serve a miraculous God. Imagine this in the sermon. You just hear the angels of God. Wonderful. Because we serve a miracle working God. Now, you cannot have what you preach against. You cannot have what you don't believe. God can only be to you what you allow Him to be. You see, you can't serve God through information. You have to serve God through revelation. If, if you don't have a revelation that He's a provider, you will, listen, let me explain something to you. Our problem with Christianity today is people have a lot of opinions of what they think He's like. When God performs miracles, hear me right now, it's basically Him showing you that He's good. So when God performs a miracle in your life, He's releasing goodness to you because He's a good God. Come on, shout, He's a good God. Now I want you to understand something today. To the world, to worldly people, He's judge. But to me and you, He's Father. That changes the whole dynamic. He's not your judge. He's your Father. Do you understand that? He's a good Father. Come on, shout, He's a good Father. I said, shout, he's a good father. Now somebody believe, better believe me, but this morning the Lord is going to give somebody a miracle. It might as well be you. I said, this morning God is going to give somebody a miracle. It might as well be you. I said, God is going to give somebody a miracle. It might as well be you. When I read in the word, he's a miracle working God. Everything in me cried out. And say, I want to see your miracles. Show your miracles through my life to my generation, Lord. You're a miracle-working God. Now, let's go back into time. The Bible says, let us make man in our image, into our likeness. Is that what the Bible says? So God made me in his image and in his likeness. I am what he is. I'm representing him on the earth. He gave me some of him on the inside of me. I have resurrection power. When things look dead, it's time to raise some dead bones. 
This is why he says, declare, prophesy to the dead and dry bones. You have the authority to change what you see by changing what you say. You can declare the miraculous in your situation. I'm speaking to you right now. You can stand in front of that mountain and declare the miraculous working power of God. And say, be thou removed and it must move if you do not doubt in your heart. That's what the word of God says. We serve a, a miracle working God. God doesn't look at you when you're sick and he's well pleased and say, I'll suffer in silence. Long suffering, the fruit long suffering, is not, it does not mean that you have to suffer long. How many Christians believe that when they give their life to Jesus, now it's just one struggling. It's just one suffering. We're suffering for Jesus and the devil keeps your eye away that he's a miracle working God. When he said, let there be light, it was miraculous. My goodness, listen to me. He speaks one word and the whole universe is in existence. That's miraculous. Don't tell me that God is not the God of the miraculous. He made you. He made you miraculous. You've got veins in place where it needs to be. Imagine that. Wonderfully. Fearfully made. God even knows of places where you have hair, where you don't even know you have got hair. That's miraculous. He knows the number of hair on your head. If you don't have hair on your head, He knows the number of hair on your chest or the hair on your back. But He's got you covered because He's a miracle-working God. Come on, I pray to God that your faith will be shaken this morning. And you believe in a God of miracles. The God that answers by fire. Miracle-working God. So people say, you know, the miracles was just for a time and a season. Then it means that God is a respecter of man. And he's not a respecter of man. You know, he didn't say, well, just for the season of the apostles and disciples, it will be miraculous. No, he said, for all those who believe in my name, they shall raise the dead, cast out demons, and heal the sick. For those who believe. That's it. For those who believe. But you know, people that don't want to pay the price... To the miraculous will tell you, you know, it ceased with the apostles. Give me a scripture that proves that. He says, for all who believe, I believe. I said, 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 I believe. Because Christ is risen, you can expect a miracle every day of your life. Muslims can't say that. Buddhists can't say that. Come on, those who worship the moon can't say that. You see, the moon can't help you. You have to go further than the moon. You have to get to the sun. S-O-N. The moon can't help you. His name is Jesus. I said, His name is Jesus. I said, His name is Jesus. And His name is miraculous. Now, we were speaking on, on the gifts. And I, I've touched on faith. I've touched on tongues. This morning, I want to speak a little bit on the gifts, plural, of healings. And the gift of miracles. And I think I'm going to get stuck at miracles for now. But if you turn your Bible to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Remember when Paul spoke on the gifts. He said this. I don't want you to be ignorant regarding the gifts of God. Alright. Then he started explaining to us. It's the same Holy Spirit that gives individually as he wills. He speaks about. He gives to another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts. You'll, you'll find out now. Gifts of healings this time it's plural it means it's more than just one by the same spirit next one it says 
to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. So the two that I want to get to today is the gifts, plural, of healings, and then he speaks about the working of miracles. Please say working, not waiting, working. Let me say that again. The working of miracles, not the waiting of miracles. A miracle always must be worked. You have to work your miracle. This is why sometimes when somebody is sick, I work, I worked it. I can't bend my arm now, you can bend it. Bang, I work it. When you work the miracle, it activates the faith of God in you. Come on, and you get the expectation of what you've come for. Are you listening to me? So when the Bible says the gifts of healings, the reason why I believe it's called plural, the gifts of healings, is because there's a lot of kinds of healings that needs to happen in life. So say for instance, that you are, you are sick in your body, you have cancer, you need healing. But did you know that when you're depressed, you need healing too? When you're oppressed, you need healing too. So this gift, this gift that God gives us, it gives us all the answers to all the questions that we have in pertaining to healing. In other words, whatever healing you need, if you need a physical healing, that gift's in operation. When you need a physical healing, that gift is in operation. Are you listening to me? Because you can't treat depression with a pill. I said you can't treat depression with a pill. I want to take you a little bit further. Think about this. Soul killed Christians. Now, let me just say this. When you are a hater of Christianity, you're a depressed person. No, you didn't hear me. You are oppressed. You can go to any other, you can, you, you, you know, go to, go to somebody that serves a foreign God. Get there. You'll find them oppressed. They are not free. I said, they are not free. They are oppressed. So they need healing. Shout yes if you understand this. Saul, before he, he became poor, he was not a Christian. He hated Christians. He, he, he was standing by when they killed the Christians. All right? He needed the touch from God. But what Saul did not understand was, change will not come by yourself. You need the miracle worker to step into your life. Because, by the way, when you give your life to Jesus, that is a miracle. Being pulled from the kingdom of darkness, come on, into the kingdom of light is a miracle. To save you, come on, when you were broken and defeated and so far away, it's a miracle. And Saul was depressed, far away from God, and he thought that he's doing somebody a favor, it's not God. I'm doing somebody a favor to kill the Christians. Until one day, the Bible says, on, on the road called Straight, on the way to Damascus, a light shone from heaven. And Saul fell on his face and he says, who are you, Lord? In other words, he knew there's a God. He just wanted to find out which one of the three it was. Who are you, Lord? It is Jesus Christ. Why are you persecuting me? He didn't say, why did you persecute the church? Why did you kill so and so? He says, why are you persecuting me? In other words, anybody who persecutes you, persecutes him. Are you listening to me? And I can just imagine as Saul fell on his face right there. There was an exchange in his heart. A miracle happened. God gave some dancing to his feet. And some clapping to his hands. And some shouting to his heart. And he removed the doubt from his mind. That's a miracle. And suddenly he turned the world upside down. You didn't hear me right now. An encounter with the miracle working God. 
miraculously moved into his life and everything changed in him. He's the God of miracles. I said, he's the God <laughs> of miracles. You were supposed to be dead, but you're here. That's a miracle. You were supposed, God, listen to me. God was supposed to turn his back on you a long time ago. He didn't. That's a miracle. So here's Paul, the same man that speaks on this subject, the gift of healings, the gift of miracles. So the difference between the two, let me explain this easy as I can. A miracle is instantly. A, a healing is progressively. Even times when Jesus prayed for them, as they went, they received the healing. They didn't receive it immediately. There's guys that you can read on. Go show yourself to the priest on their way. Bang, it happened for them. Come on, go wash yourself, go dip yourself. It happened. That's a healing. A healing happens progressively. And the healing also moves into the place of your spirit man, your soul, where God can take oppression and heal you instantly. Now, I wanted you to understand me. When you need a, a physical healing, the only requirement is have faith in God. You don't even have to be saved. Jesus healed those who were not saved. You don't need to be saved. That's not the requirement. The requirement is you have to believe. You have to be desperate enough. So a miracle is something that ha happens instantly. But let me take you a little bit back. And I think, I think a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy today. Miracles is not just you uh, receiving healing immediately in your deaf ear or in your blind eye. If I study the Word of God from the beginning right through, I'll always find a miraculous, especially with the men of God and the woman of God, a miraculous occurring. In other words, food being multiplied. God supplying for you in a drought. Clothes growing on your body as you grow. Without you going to pep stores or Mr. Price or Ackermans or wherever you go to buy your clothes. God just makes it grow on your back. That's miraculous. Fire coming down from heaven. It's miraculous. Why is it quiet now? Come on, I'm talking to somebody right now. Oil, oil, oil being multiplied without it ceasing. It's miraculous. Why isn't the church seeing the miraculous no more? Lions' mouths being stopped. It's miraculous. Now I'm speaking to somebody. God said to Moses, I will be with you. But tell me what's in your hand. Because God needs something to work with. You see, you are worried that you don't have enough for God to multiply. God is asking, what do you have in your hand? Because what, whatever you surrender to God, God will multiply. Think about what I'm telling you right now. You can give me a golf club in my hands. I can't even play golf to save my life. But give it to Tiger Woods, you'll win the PGA Tour. It depends in whose hands it is. You can give me boxing gloves, I'll whack you around. But give it to Mike Tyson, he'll put you in the ICU. It depends in whose hands it is. I'm speaking to somebody right now. It depends in whose hands it is. I said it depends in whose hands it is. I said it depends in whose hands it is. I said it depends in whose hands it is. You can put nails in my hands, it will bleed. But you drive nails through the hands of Jesus Christ, He will save a lost and dying world. It depends in whose hands it is. In a, in a small boy's hands, it's just a lunch. But in the hands of Jesus, it supplied food for at least 10,000 people. It depends in whose hands it is. You see, this is what God is looking for. What's in your hand? What can I use to multiply? What can I use to work the miracle? 
Moses, what's in your hands? It's a rod, God. Lift it. Every time you lift it, I'll perform signs, wonders, and miracles. That was the requirement. If he needed help, and God made a way. Now I'm telling you right now, we serve a miracle-working God. I said, we serve a miracle-working God. You go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And you better tell him, we are leaving with their gold, with their silver, with their cattle. We are not going home empty-handed because I'm the God that supplies all of your need. Plagues hit Egypt left, right, and center because he's the God of miracles. Come on, I want to just jump a little bit and just help your faith being stirred up in this place for miracles. They got to the Red Sea. Lord, what will we do? Lift the rod. Just lift it up. Water spotted. That's a miracle. Now I know somebody in their mother's basement right now will send me a letter. Oh no, you know, it's impossible for them because it was only six inches deep. Well, that's a bigger miracle. If God makes them drown in six inch water, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Shout miracle. Lord, we need water. Whack the rock. Bang, water came out. That's a miracle. It's a miracle. I said, that's a miracle. Walking in the desert, manna rains down from heaven. That's a miracle. I said, that's a miracle. If God can do it for them, God can do it for me. He's the same God. I said, he's the same El Shaddai. But the church has deviated from the truth. Because we are afraid of what people might say. If we say, let's pray over our food and see God multiply it. We're afraid of what people are going to say. One man told me this, and this is the best advice ever. He says, the glory is God's, right? I said, yes. He says, so when the attack comes, it's not yours, it's God's. You don't take the glory, but you take the attack. You see, we don't want to speak about the miraculous, lest the world attack us. And, but, but if we remove the miraculous from Christianity, we are preaching half a gospel because the whole gospel is miraculous. How we got this Bible inspired by the Holy Ghost, it's miraculous. Then they will tell you, you know, you know, this is the wrong Bible that we read. There's another Bible that you have to get. Blah, blah, blah. Listen to me. If God wanted me to have another Bible, it would have been in this world already. Read your Bible. You will find the truth of God's word in the Bible. Come on, look to your neighbor and say, God's miraculous. You see, you have to understand it all depends in whose hands it is. A slingshot in my hands, I will throw out a window. But a slingshot in David's hand will kill a Goliath. It, come on, can, what can God work with? What little do you have that God can work with? Come on, shout yes. yes. A jawbone in, the, in my hands. I will not even touch it. But a jawbone in the hands of Samson will kill a falcon. Oh, I'm speaking to somebody. It will kill a thousand enemies. It depends on whose hands it is. I'm getting somewhere right now. He's the God of the miraculous. I said, he's the God of the miraculous. You know, in Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they, when they refused to bow down before a dead God, they were thrown into the furnace of fire. And the Bible says, as Nebuchadnezzar looked up, he saw a fourth man in the appearance of the Son of God. That's miraculous. The, f the smell of smoke and fire had no power over them. That's miraculous. David was thrown into a lion's den, and yet God comes, and he smacks a couple of lions around, closes up its mouth. That's miraculous. 
Come on, here's Samson killing a lion with his bare hands and eating something sweet from it. It's miraculous. But yet the church don't believe in the miraculous no more. The gift of miracles is not only to unstop ears and clear up blind eyes. It's much further than that. When you need a miracle, you have to activate that on the inside of you. Listen, you don't have to wait for a neighbor to knock on your door and say, neighbor, come on, let me give you bread. You have the power of God on the inside of you to multiply bread, to multiply food. But God just needs somebody that will believe. Shout yes. yes. I said shout yes. yes. Hallelujah. God of the miraculous. I said the God of the miraculous. He's the God of the miraculous. I said he's the God of the miraculous. I said he's the God of the miraculous. He's the one that Elijah's scripture says. Now if you say it was just for them. Why does the book of James says Elijah is a man with the same spirit as us. And yet he stopped the heavens. That's miraculous. You see, in order to walk in the miraculous, you'll have to walk with God first. And walking with God will cost you everything. I'm going to make a bold statement. Walking with God, you can't walk with men. You want to walk with God, you're going to have to choose between men and God. Because the, the life of the miraculous is not a life that's easily understandable. People think, you know, I, I, I love when everybody's an evangelist, everybody's an apostle. Young men who do not want to go to work, go to ministry because they think that's a quick fix for money. You ain't any idea with yourself in law, Get a job while you still can. It's a price to pay for the miraculous working power of God. I said it's not a freebie. It's not just something that falls in your lap. You have to work the miraculous in you. And by the way, if you're not called to preach, don't preach. Rather support the ministry. Amen? Go and support them in other stuff. Don't, you don't need to preach to go to heaven. You preach, you'll stand, give a greater accountability before God than any person else. Shout hallelujah if you understand this. When, you know what God does? God will take your biggest misery and turn it into your biggest miracle. Now, I love this. You know, Elijah, Bible says, he prophesied a drought. But even when he prophesied a drought... He believed in the God of the miraculous. And we all know what happened. God made a promise. The raven will take care of you. When the raven stops, it's not my supply that stopped. I'm just changing the vehicle that brings your miracle. Suddenly there's a widow. Miraculous. Give me something to eat. I have a little bit of oil, a little bit of flour. I'm going to eat. I'm going to die. No, 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 no. I'm here performing a miracle for you. You see, you have to understand this. Who you have in your life is key. When Paul went on to his way to Malta, the scripture says that there was shipwreck and God spoke to him. And Paul stood up in the midst of the people and he said, you were supposed to listen to me. You did not listen. I've warned you there will be shipwreck. You were not supposed to sail out, but you can thank God for me. Oh, it's quiet now. Let me speak to this side. You can thank God for me. Because of me, nobody will die. That's what the Bible says. Because I found favor in the eyes of God. And because of me. Now you better hear me. They got to an island of pagan worshipers. But the Bible says they found unusual favor. Why? Because of Paul. 
Because of Paul's life, everybody ate. Everybody was kept warm because of Paul's life. Are you listening to me? That woman that had just a little bit of flour, a little bit of oil, had no idea who knocked on her door. They had no idea who stood in front of her. She was about to die, but when Elijah came, he says, I'm a, I'm a man of miracles. I'm a man that believes in a miracle-working God, and you will not die. I'm just here announcing to you the season of the miraculous. One person took that word. I'm just here announcing the season of the miraculous. You will not die, but you will eat and have plenty. Because we serve the God of miracles. I just want to know where did the church go wrong? When it comes to miracles, we ascribe miracles to the devil. But we don't believe that God can perform miracles. Oh, vessel, nobody falls under the power of God. That's fake. Read your Bible. And by the way, you sinning against the Holy Ghost for saying that. The Bible says sinning against the Holy Spirit, you'll never be forgiven. Ascribing his works to those of the devil. Read your Bible once in a while. They fell under the power of God in Gethsemane. They fell under the power of God in Chronicles. They fell under the power of God in Acts. Read the Bible. We don't believe in the miraculous because we will lose people. If I tell people right now, it's time that we lay our hands on our cupboards and see food multiply, they will say, did you hear what they still say? False prophet. I don't, I'm not even a prophet. It's funny, you can be a false evangelist, they will say false prophet. It's like you don't get a false evangelist, you know. Yeah, crazy people. There's a guy, his name is Justin Peters, sits on YouTube, criticizes every preacher. He sits like this, with sickness and disease. He's the only guy I write. Everybody else is fake, but he sits like this. If you sit like this, you have a problem. Maybe repent before God. And say, Lord, I spoke against your miracles. I spoke against your miracles. If you don't understand something, zip your lip. Don't, there's a lot of preachers that I don't agree with, but I'll never go on Facebook and attack them and arrest them publicly. Never in my life, that's not my job. I have not called to be judge. Amen. I don't like what he wears. Who cares? He likes what he wears. We serve a God of miracles. I said, we serve a God of miracles. Don't you just thank God for the miracles. When this woman stopped, God said, don't worry. I'm still in the miracle business. I'll send an angel. An angel will feed you. Hearing angels playing keyboard when nobody's behind the keyboard is miraculous. That's the kind of God that I serve. And if God could provide for Elijah through angels, he can do the same for me. I serve a miracle working God. You see, for miracles to happen, this thing must change. You have to change your mindset. Come on, tell your husband, your neighbor, somebody, change your mindset to see the miracles of God. But let's put this on the board, Mark 16 to 17. Let's read this. This is just the intro. I'm going to preach now. And these signs will follow those who believe. What signs will follow? And to who will it follow? Those who believe. In my name. They will cast out demons. Now, he, he does not say the disciples or the apostles will see these signs. He says these signs will follow those who believe. Do you believe? I say, do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? Then these signs shall follow you. They will cast out demons. 
they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, this means somebody tries to kill you by poisoning you. It will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will what? Not die, recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven. And he sat down at the right hand of God. All authority and power has been given to him. Now he gives us that authority and that power. Now he says, go and do the job. Come on, can I give you one more? Acts chapter 4, 29 to 31. The Bible says this, now Lord, look on the threats. Now, the disciples were threatened. And this is what they prayed. They prayed, they didn't say, Lord, well, because of the, the threats, we're going to stop for a while. Just change our doctrine a little No, that's not what they said. They said, now Lord, look on their threats. In other words, look at our enemies. Look how they threaten us. And grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. So Lord, while they threaten us, make us more bold. By stretching out your hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. That's the missing ingredient in Christianity today is boldness. This is why we don't see the miraculous because we're not bold. You have to be bold about what you believe. I said you have to be bold about what you believe. If it's in the Bible, I want it. I want it. Now, think about this. Yes, Peter. Walked past the gate called Beautiful. They said, they said a beggar, but he was also a lame man. And he wanted money. And P when Peter walked past, Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. I give unto you in the name of Jesus Christ, rise and be healed. You know, listen to me. What Peter was actually telling him, I don't have what you want, but I've got what you need. I don't have what you want, but I got what you need. You see, the miraculous, the Bible says, the miraculous, Peter walked past people. His shadow fell on them and they were healed. Where did we lose it? Today we want prayer for an hour long before we believe that God can do something. Back then Peter just walked past and his shadow fell and people were healed. We need the miracle working power of God back in the church again. We need men of God to seek Him for the miracles again. Come on, we need men and women of God that will believe God for the miraculous. How many of you sit under the sound of my voice and one other way of form, you need a miracle. You better lift your hands. His miracles is available for you right now today. Come on, right now today. I said right now today. Jesus healed all who came and it was a miracle. The woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment and immediately, bang, a miracle happened. She was made whole. If you think about this, the disciples come to Jesus. Jesus said to them, I feel bad for these people who have been with me for three days and nobody ate. Now you have to be desperate for God. If you did not eat for three days and you decide to stay, because from him you receive the words of life. You know what happens today? You say, I need Oklahomak. You know, I have to go there and we have to go there. You know, there's a, there's a beer in my east. I say, wacht for me. That's for Dr. Kerk. Back then, three days. 
They didn't want to leave him. Jesus had to say, go. But before they go, let's give them something to eat. Disciples come and they say, Lord, we just have a couple of denarii. not enough to feed everybody. He says, yeah. look at these guys. I've been with them for so long and they still don't believe in miracles. What do you have? A couple of fish, a couple of bread, that's it. I can work the miracle. He took it. And here's the key to the miraculous. Thanksgiving. Father, I thank you. I, myself, my wife, we know what it means to sit with an empty plate. And thank God for the food that you're about to eat. And then somebody knocks on your door with a meal. My wife told me the one day we had nothing to eat. She said, Rachel, I will kill for a Kentucky burger. There was a song playing on the radio called Michael W. Smith. He sang a song, Hold On, Help is on the way. She told me, Vessel, I'll kill for a burger. I'll kill for a Kentucky burger. And on our pavement stood a man with Kentucky fried chicken bags. I said, you don't have to kill today. God brought a miracle. We serve a miracle-working God. I'm telling you right now, don't judge somebody's breakthrough based on what you've heard from somebody else. There's a miracle in a testimony. If you have no idea what somebody has been through, thank God for their breakthrough. But don't criticize what you don't understand. We serve a God of the miraculous. And what He can do for one, He can do for all. If you believe that, you better jump to your feet. Come on and give Him 30 seconds of crazy praise. Hallelujah. The God of miracles. The scriptures that says that the people begged Jesus to just touch him. They begged him. We don't want you to pray. We just want you to we just want to touch you. And the Bible says whoever touched him was made whole. When last did you touch him? I'm not talking to you about asking for prayer. I'm talking about you engaging with the king of heaven and beg him that you might just touch him. One thing I promise you right now, if you, if you touch him, you will be made whole. I said you will be made whole. I want to go a little bit further. So with the miraculous, you'll see miracles in a physical body. That's the gift of miracles in operation. It happens immediately. Say immediately. Come on, one more time. Immediately. Immediately, everybody who touched was made whole. Paul says that he took handkerchiefs, laid hands on it. This is not holy. But it can become a contact point. I heard a great man of God. Somebody gave him a chocolate before the service started. Put the chocolate in his jacket. And he's preaching up a storm and a woman comes out and she says her baby is sick. And he, whew, light bulb, give the chocolate. Just give the chocolate to the baby. Let the baby eat it. She'll be made whole. Gave the chocolate, baby's healed. And he says what people don't understand, the chocolate touched the anointing. Whatever touched the anointing must live. This is why you have to understand. You've got no, sometimes you have no idea who you have in your circle. How important the right people around you is. Do you listen to me? Paul laid his hands on aprons and handkerchiefs, gave it out, and as he touched people, they were healed. 
I believe in miracles because I believe in God. Come on, when the doctor, let me just say this to you, that, that God did not give pills to make you whole. He gave his son Jesus. Pills is for when you don't believe. Oh, I'm going to speak to this side. Pills, medi medicine is for when you don't have the faith. But it's not vice versa. God didn't say, you know, you can't wake up one morning and say, Lord, I'm sick. I need a miracle. Please, what do you suggest? And then somebody knocks on the door and gave you AC, AC 200 and then, then that's from God. It's not from God. Lord, I need a miracle. Do you know what will happen? God will give you Exodus 15, 26. I am the Lord your healer, the one who takes away disease. That's God. Shout amen. amen. So basically, don't you believe that God gave doctors? Yes, he did. After you can't trust him. I have a covenant with God. If he does not return in my generation, which he will, I will be a very old man. I will have no aches, no pains. And when I'm ready to go home, I'll lift both of my hands and shout glory. And I'll leave this world. But there's no other way out because I believe in miracles. Because I believe in God. The doctors can say that you have a heart disease. When a miracle happens, he'll give you a brand new heart. I see in so many services how people came out of one kidney and comes back with two. <laughs> how God restored lungs and hearts because we serve a miracle working God there's this portion in scripture in, in, in the book of 2nd Kings a mighty man of God called Elisha and you know there's, there's one where a woman a rich woman by the way they were a rich family she saw the man of God coming through the city and she says to her husband this is a holy man of God let's make room for him in our house in other words let's cater <laughs> Ooh, let's cater for God in our house let's cater for the anointing because what you honor you have access to made him an upper room I like that word upper room gave him a bed gave him a table gave him a light a chair and every time when he passes through the city all his needs were met I love that at the end of time we understand he prophesied over her and said you'll have a child the child died what happened with this woman when the child died? Elisha was not in the house when the child died. But the first thing that this woman did was, she ran with this child to the upper room, laid it on the bed, and others laid it on the altar. Walks out. What's wrong? All is well. Somebody else comes. What's wrong? All is well. That's how you speak to engage the miraculous. All is well. She could have said, my child just died. She did not. She says, all is well. Because I serve a miracle working God. The same God who gave me this child has the power to raise him. Listen to me. When Elisha saw her from afar, he sent out his servant. He says, that woman is in trouble. Go and ask her. All is well. She came to the servant of God. She says, did you not promise me a son? What's happening now? He said, well, I'll send my servant with a staff. I'll have the something that I have in my hand. No, you come with me. He came into that room, laid on that child. Long story short, that child revived. Our God raises the dead. Our God raises the dead. He can give you a child in your old age. If you don't want a child, you better sit like this now. Listen to this. 
Listen to this in 2 Kings chapter 4. Very familiar passage. This is where I want to end today. Come on. 2 Kings chapter 4. Before we're going to read this, you better touch Jesus this morning. You better beg him, Lord, if I can just touch the hem of your garment. You see, I think the problem in today's society is men wants the easy way out. Basil can pray and Basil can ask and I don't have to do anything. I can just sit here and it doesn't work. I don't come back to church. Not them. Lord, I beg you that I can just touch you. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. But your, your servant, my husband, is dead and you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Now, before I'm going to read on, this what happened was a prophet of God, he was a, a protege, he was learning from Elisha. And what happened was, uh, this guy died. And he left his wife and his kids with, with great debt. Now, let me just say this to every preacher watching me today. Don't leave your family to the church when you're no longer there. Because I promise you, most of the times they will not be taken care of. If you read the Word of God, the Bible says it's the Christian's duty to take care of the widows, those without fathers. I want to say another thing. Let you know it's biblical, a law of God, to take care of your parents. It's very quiet now. To take care of your parents. Whew. Care of you. If you, if you, if whatever you have in your might, take care of them. Take care of them while you still have them. Amen? Come on. Tell your neighbor he's talking to you. Because when you honor your parents, I told this to my children, you know, they know it. I'm, my rules does not just apply until you're 18. My rules apply until the day I die. Until that day, I'm your father. And if you want to live long, no, it's not the force to be, the force is not going to be with you. If you want to live long, you have to honor your father and your mother. God promises you a long life when you honor them. Woo, hallelujah. So I told that, just tell your children that. I'm your daddy until I die. Sort you out. Come on, lift your hands and say, I want to honor my parents if I can. If they're still alive, by the way. Amen. So listen to this. He's, this guy died. Creditors is coming. There was debt. Creditors is coming to take away his uh, their children. And so she came to Elisha. She says, listen, I've got a problem now. My husband is dead. This debt. Now, let me just say this to you. When God, God can make you debt free, by the way. Who believes that? Even if you made the date, you repent of that God can make you date free. I said, God can make you date free. This is my prayer for every single one of you that you will be date free by the end of this year. That God will smite your date. I said, that God will smite your date. That you will come out of it. And that you will no longer just live from paycheck to paycheck, but that you will pay off your debt and you will live off the rest. Come on, I declare this in the name of Jesus. Who believes that God can make me date free? What's in your hand? Use it so that God can smite your debt. Hallelujah. Creditors is coming. 
going to take our children away. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house. Nothing, there's nothing but there's a little bit of oil. That would have been olive oil, by the way. That's how the, what they used to cook. Now they cooked with it and they used it on the skin. Okay, so it went in and on and so it was nice. And uh, then he said, <laughs> tell your neighbor and it was nice. Then he said, go, borrow vessels. Thank you for my name, Pa. By the way, I'm just one vessel. I'm not a couple. This is vessel. Most people call me vessels. I said, I'm just one. I'm as energetic as two, but I'm just one. I promise you. Go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him, shut the door behind her, and her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it come to, came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel, so the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil, pay your debt, and you and your sons will live on the rest. Now this I love, people. What do you read about the story? And not see the miraculous in it. It's miraculous. This woman, this children is about to be taken away from them. And here's the servant of God. And again, I'm telling you right now, that woman had no cooking clue standing in front of her. She just thought, maybe she's going to get a handout. Maybe, maybe he's going to say, take a couple of bucks and you know, maybe the community will take care of you and we will pray for you. But that's not what happened. When Elisha appeared at her house, a miracle appeared at that house. I'm speaking to you right now. And, he's, and, and he, she told the whole story. And he said, what can I do for you? And before she could even answer, he says, tell me, what do you have in your house? You see, you are so worried about the little that you have. But little is much in the hands of God. I said, little is much in the hands of God. A lot of people say, I can't give to God because I have too little. And, and because they think they have too little, they never give to God. And let me just say this, Holy Spirit, I just obey Him. You might sit here and say, you know what, I've been giving and giving, and the enemy has still robbed me of my finances. Seed, time, and harvest. You're in a process of time right now. But harvest time is coming. And when harvest comes, God will smite the enemy for your sake. Are you listening to me? Don't judge your breakthrough based on what you see right now. If you believe in the God of the miraculous, this will also pass. But you, not the devil, you keep yourself in that place of bondage. Because your mind says, I'm the victim. Your tongue says, I can't do it. It's time that you listen to your faith and say, devil, today is the last day that you will attack me. God is about to do a miracle. Now listen to what he goes on. He says, so what, what do you have in your house? He says, I've got nothing, just a, a little bit of oil. And he says to her the following, he says, now go to the neighbors. You better go get vessels. Get vessels. Get as much as you can. Don't come back with a little. Because the greater the expectation, 
the greater the miracle. You have to enter the kingdom of God like a child. You tell your child, tomorrow morning I'm going to have you a bicycle. 4 a.m., the child is on your bed. Where's my bike? Where's my bike? Because daddy can't lie. That's how we have to approach God. A God that cannot lie. A God whose words will never come back void. That will never fail. Come on. Who will never say something and not do it. He'll perform His word if He says it. Go borrow vessels. Go and borrow as much as you can. Now, you know what people do? They read it like a story and that's it. It is a real life event. A A real life event. Now, this woman is about to go under. But the anointing comes to her house and say, God's going to make you a businesswoman. I don't know who wants to grab this word of God this morning. But you're not going to go under. Miracles means that God will give you ideas to make you the head and not the tail. Come on, that you will not run out, but you, you will run over. Are you listening to me? Go to the, go to the neighbors. Now, that takes faith. Run to the neighbor. Can I just borrow some vessels? Bring, give me as much as you can. Give me as much as you can. Give me as much as you can. You know, not, they didn't pour it out in bottles. They poured it out in vessels so that it, that it, that it can last. This guy is clever. Bring some vessels. And you know what's the great thing here? He tells her. When you've gathered all the vessels that you can, now what God is going to do is He's going to give you a miracle, but He's not going to make it public. You'll have to shut the door behind you. Shut the door to criticism. Shut the door to unbelief. Shut the door to the world outside. The only ones in that room is you you and your sons. Let your sons see the miracle working power of God. Let them see that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is still in control today. Shut the door. Listen, you want a miracle, you better shut the door on this world. Shut the door and start to pour the oil. And you know, that's so powerful about this. She did exactly. She didn't ask questions. She just believed the word of God cannot come back void. And she started pouring the oil as she took the first vessel. Can you just imagine that commotion in that room? When she started pouring the oil and that first vessel starts to overflow. And she signals the sons and she says, bring more, bring more. And as, she, as they brought, the vessels just kept on producing. The miracle just started happening. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. The miracle just started happening. You know, the Bible doesn't state that. But picture yourself in this. I will shout. I will dance. I will clap. You see, the oil doesn't cease. Bring more, bring more. And suddenly this, the sons cried out, there's no more. The Bible says, then the oil ceased. If there was more vessels, <laughs> there would be more oil. The, the oil ceased when the vessel stopped, not the other way around. They didn't say, well, there's one empty, but the oil is gone. No, there was no more vessels. This means that God gives you a miracle of sustainability. It will sustain you. People can, Christians, just change their minds and understand that God wants to sustain you. He wants to take care of you as a good father. Come on, if you believe it, tell somebody God's going to do it for you. Then he said to her, now, sell it. It's like a commodity. You just sell it, pay off the debtors. Then of the rest, you just live. That sounds to me like the blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. Imagine in one day, God took 
a woman that's about to go down makes her a businessman. Selling oil. Jehovah Jireh's oil. And just selling it off and living off the rest. And in, in an instant, in one day, God made her debt free. I believe it. God can do it for her. He can do it for you. He can do it for me. I said, He can do it for you. He can do it for me. Come on, He can do it for you. He can do it for me. He's the God of the miraculous. You see, this is why He told Peter, who does man say that I am? He can only be to you what revelation you have of Him. Amen. Come on, I'm almost there. So God will use what you have to turn things around in your life. Just what you have. Stop focusing on what you don't have. And focus on what you have. God will use what you have to turn your life all around. Start with what you have. Come on, say with me. Start with what you have. That's a key. Start with what you have. And God can turn it around for you in your life. Because He's the God of the miraculous. Number two that I want to show you, the widow was obedient. With a miracle, you must be obedient. You must be obedient. Delayed obedience is disobedience, by the way. You have to be obedient. Amen? Now, number three that I want to show you. God will, God will give you favor with people around you. The she had favor with the neighbors. Nobody said anything. They just borrowed the vessels. And you see, when you have favor with God, you have favor with man. And, and what people don't realize is favor produces some of the biggest miracles. Because God acquires stuff to you without money. Oh, Holy Spirit, help your people to understand this. God will meet you where you're at. I said, God will meet you where you're at. If you 10 million rand in debt, God will meet you there. If you 10,000 rand in debt, God will meet you there. He will meet you where you are at. Hallelujah. I said, He will meet you where you're at. He will meet your expectation. This is why the Bible says, My God is able to supply all our money according to His riches and glory. Come on, and He will give you far above what you can ever think, ask, or imagine. That's the kind of God that I serve. Come on, He will put dancing to your feet, and He will put clapping to your hands, and He will put shouting to your heart, and He will remove the doubt from your mind. That's the kind of God that we serve. The God of the miraculous. I just want to say this, and maybe some of you are going to grab it, and maybe some of you won't. But I'm trusting the Lord for this place, for you people, that you will have such a testimony that the devil will be angry, that you will come and testify of the goodness of God, that the people around you must say, that can only be God that has done that. It can only be God. When Peter's mother-in-law was sick, laying with a fever, Nowhere in the Bible does Jesus say, hey, get AC 200. Some meat lemon. Peter, it looks like she's about to die in any case, so just leave her, you know. Touch. And it was healed. That's the kind of God. I said, that's the kind. That's the kind of God. I said, that's the kind of God. I want to give you this testimony. A woman called me one day. She says her husband got liver cancer. And doctors told him that he's got three months to live. So she quit the job to be with him for his last three months. She told me that he's just bones. She says, if you look at him, it looks like a skeleton with flesh over. 
can you speak to him over the phone and just pray for him? She gave him the phone. He was so weak, he could, couldn't almost speak. I, but I started praying over him. Praying, and I rebuked that spirit of death. Three months afterwards, this woman called me. She says, three months ago, they told me my husband is going to die. She says, cancer left this body. She says, I quit my job to be with him, but he's not going anywhere. Life came back into him. That's the kind of God that I serve. I want to give you a testimony that people are not going to believe, but that's your business. I was in Mauritius. A woman came out. She cried. She says, look at me. I'm pregnant, but the baby died. They're going to remove this child next week. I laid my hands on that stomach. I rebuked that spirit of death. And I said, I command life to come back. She started shouting, my baby is kicking. My baby is kicking. My baby is kicking. That's the kind of God that we serve. A miracle working God. Hallelujah. Come on, can Muhammad do that? Can Buddha do that? Can Hare Krishna do that? No one can do that but Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The miracle working God. You were supposed to be broke already, but God. They want to kill babies. You stand for abortion. Murderers. Our God is a God of life. But the church no longer believe that. Because if we say we raise the dead, we fakes. If you don't raise the dead, you're a fake. If you don't pray for the sick, you're a fake. Come on, if you don't cast out demons, you're a fake. But this church, we believe. These people, they believe in the God of miracles. The God that can do all things. Because the Bible says nothing is impossible for God. You know, there's a scripture that says, if they had to say all the things that Jesus has done, there would not be enough store place to store all the books of what Christ has done. The Bible even says this when Jesus appeared after he was raised from the dead to his disciples. There's many signs that he performed. Now, can you imagine what miracles he's, he's doing? And we haven't even tasted it yet. I said, we haven't even tasted it yet. Everybody wants the vaccine. That's our escape for COVID. Please make a vaccine for cancer. Because more people die of cancer than of COVID. My vaccine is the blood of the Lamb. And COVID is not the Alpha and the Omega of life. Jesus is. Cancer is not, Jesus is. TB is not, Jesus is. Come on, when he says your time is there, your time is there. Hello? But he says with a long life will I satisfy you. So you will not die, but you will live. Come on and proclaim the goodness of God. How many of you believe that? You know, I can tell you about miracles through the Bible until I'm blue in the face, until Jesus comes, because there's so much. If you read the Bible, just read it for once. You'll see, you'll see the miracles of God in the Word of God. I can tell you about miracles in our own lives that will shock you to your core. Miracles. Now, you know when miracles happen instantly. I think just about this thing. I had to pay rent one day. I didn't have a car, so I had to, <laughs> I had to walk to the garage. And I walked to the garage. I came, came to the ATM, and I got a slip out of the bank that says insufficient funds. You know what I'm talking about? 
No, nobody needs that negativity. <laughs> if you go to a bank and it says insufficient fund, get a new bank. You, you don't need that negativity. <laughs> <laughs> this is insufficient funds. There's no money. And I walked home. I told Eileen, I said, there's no money to, to pay. She said, okay, hang on. Her finger, hey, hang on. Goes to her room. Come back. She said, okay, you can go now. I said, where do I go? You're going to go back to the ATM. I said, I just walked. I just came from there. There's no money. She says, just go. You know, I'm walking. I said, Lord, this woman you gave me, she's not the one walking, Lord. She's there in the house. I'm walking in. The sun, there's no money. What does he want from me? And I'm come complaining. And I said, Lord, let me just do it. Happy wife, happy life. And I put it in the cart. And exact amount that I needed to pay for the, the exact. I said, you don't fear God. When I prayed, you did nothing. But when she complained, you listened. We needed to get into Durban. We have no money. We pray. She goes to her closet, lifts up a hat, 500 bucks. See, we were living like hobos. And she's got 500. <laughs> Disappeared. I can tell you stuff. See, a lot of people look at you and say, he. That guy's got it, man. He's preaching for the money. They got no idea. Last night I was sitting and busy with my sermon. Tinas came into, into the office. He was sitting there. And I said, Tinas, do you see that carpet? I said, that carpet you're sitting on, that thing is drenched with tears. I said, people don't see that. People don't know that. People don't know the tears, the sweat. If anybody else is sleeping, you have to seek God. You have to be close to Him. But you have to listen to this preacher. This is the final thing I ever tell you. If you want to see the miraculous, stay close. Shut the door on the world. Shut the door on what people say, the accusations, what they think about you, what they say about you. Because ultimately, when you stand before God, nobody's opinion is going to matter. Everybody that didn't like you, that's not going to matter. And that day, you're going to stand before him. And what you will know in that moment of time, you will know exactly how much you've loved him. I believe that day when you stand before him, the love that you have for him would be revealed immediately. There will be nothing that you can hide from him. It would be revealed. And then you'll have to say that I've loved him more than I've loved the pleasures of this world. I can tell you this freely, and I'm proud to say this. I don't have friends. My wife and I, we don't have friends. We have each other. We have the kids and we have the Holy Ghost. And that's the best that you can ever have. We want miracles. And we want to push for miracles. And believe that our generation shall see the miracle working power of God. And His miracles goes far beyond just unstopping the ears and the blind and help the crippled to walk. That goes far above. Miracles is also when you don't have food, that food will be multiplied. Come on, that God can increase the fuel in your tank. Are you listening to me? We can send fire down from heaven to protect you. We believe in miracles because we believe in God. How many of you need a miracle? How many of you need a miracle in your physical body? Lift your hand. How many of you need a miracle in your finance? Maybe in your family, in your marriage. Come on, your children. Today is your day. I said today is your day. I said today is your day. 
Come on, I want to tell you what I hear in my spirit. It's standing around for you right now. I said, it's standing. listen to me, it has been hard, but the season's about, you at the tipping point of a total new life. Are you listening to me? You have held fast to your confession. You've held fast to your faith. You think that you stood for the truth and God is going to leave you? You've got no idea what reward is coming to those who are standing for the truth and say, we will not bow to this world. We bow to one, and his name is Jesus Christ. And if he can protect the free Hebrew man, he'll protect you. He will protect you. It's funny, when people go through something, the first thing they think about is the loss. We've lost this. We've lost these people. There's no loss. There's no loss in God. There's no loss in God. This is the God of the miraculous that will restore the years that the locusts have stolen. That will give you back your youth. Come on, that will make you young again. Amen. That will look after you when you're old. Just hold on to the truth. Stand for the truth. You know what they told me? If you want your church to grow quickly, don't speak on truth. Make people feel happy. You want to go to heaven. You don't want to go to hell, right? This is why we want to speak the truth. Hold fast to the truth. Even if it means you're the only one holding fast to the truth. Stick to the truth and the miracles will find you. Come on, say with me, the miracles will find you. I was laying in bed in a rented house. God spoke to me. He also spoke to my wife, my conscience, by the way, Martha. He said, buy a house. And she said to me, it's time to buy a house. I said, but our name is so bad that the, money don't, that the bank doesn't even want to accept our cash. That's how bad our names is. You know what I'm talking about. Your name is so bad, you don't even want to have your cash. Wanted. In the bank, your face is on there, wanted. We lost everything, by the way. Cause everything. I sat in front of a lawyer to get me out of debt. What do they call that? They are like a debt counselor or something like that. And he told me, you have to pay this amount of money. And then for 10 years, your name is bad. I thought to myself, I can't even pay bread. How can I going to pay this guy? Does that make sense? And while I sat there, the Lord said to me, if you can trust me, I'll get you out of debt supernaturally. I called Eileen. I said, Eileen, God said, if I can trust him, he'll get me out of debt supernaturally. Now, they took back my car. I owed him 300 something, 300,000. I owed Edgar's. I owed everybody. And Edgar's calls me. They said, congratulations, sir. You've won a competition. I said, I didn't sign up for a competition. No, no, you, 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 you won the competition. I said, why don't you understand? I did not sign up for a competition. He said, well, the competition says if you win, there's no more date. We cancel your date. I said, oh, that competition. I remember that competition. I didn't sign up for a competition. Somebody signed up for a competition. I won. Quickly, how you can change. Oh, that competition. Yes, I know that competition. Yeah, that's me. It's definitely me. So God got, I think back then it was about eight and a half thousand rand. Poof, top it off. Then I, I owed APSA 300,000 for my car. They called me the one day. They said, sir, APSA is now finished with you. And when he said that, whew, whew, I said, let me tell you. Yeah, he's climbing, my ex climbing, yo. And he says, sir, no, no, let me explain. I said, shut up. You call me, harass me every day. I'm finished with you. You took my car. You want money. I can't tell After about 10 minutes of telling him, 
and his mother-in-law. He said, sir, what I wanted to tell you is there's no more debt. EPSA is cancelling the car debt. Oh, thank you, I said. Why didn't you say so? And God got me out of... That's miraculous. Nobody knows like I know. Nobody knows like I know. Credit card debt. Somebody comes to pay it off. Nobody knows like I know. I serve a miracle working God. I can never stand any time of day and say, I'm a self-made man. I'm not. I'm so dependent on him. You have no idea. You have no idea. If I get emotional, I'm sorry, but you have no idea how much I depend on this miracle working God. And if he just moves his finger, just a finger from my life, I'm nothing. And that I know every day of my life. I know what it means to, you know, to see the miraculous when there's nobody listening. Nobody wants to listen. Nobody wants to help. I've seen this God move in ways. <laughs> He's the God of miracles. And I believe somebody listening to me right now, God is about to do the same miracle for you and tell it a lie. You can, you can feel like you're losing everything. Don't worry. Hold on to God. He'll get you through. You know, when we didn't add electricity in our house, we'll put up candles, tell our children we're having a romantic evening with Jesus. But one thing that I did not lose, what my wife did not lose, we did not lose our prayer life. We sought Him in the midst of adversary and we prayed and seek His face. You know, I, what it, I know what it means. We just got a call. Just got a call. Just got our breakthrough. And Eileen heard about somebody else that needs a breakthrough. She gave away our car. You take the car. I said, what about me? No, why you take the car? Because once God pulled you out from the deepest pit, you will always be reminded of His faithfulness. And you always know what God has brought you out of. Are you listening to me? It's time that the church believe in the God of miracles again. Come on, right now He can change your financial situation. You sit here right now, maybe with a, with a spirit of criticism. Maybe you're skeptical. You won't receive anything, by the way. But to those who believe, you can get an SMS right now from the bank saying that somebody deposited money to your account. Come on, and you are have that breakthrough. The rent is paid. Come on, that car is paid. I want to say this to somebody. you in this place. This whole week you've complained about the gas prices, petrol, the diesel. And you drive a diesel car. And I'm telling you, don't worry about the diesel increases and the price. God has got you covered. Your job is not to worry. Your job is to praise Him. When the diesel prices goes up, praise Him. Pastor, should I praise Him for the price? I praise Him because you're about to see a miracle. He'll still provide for you like He provided last year. He'll provide this year. I feel Jesus in this place. Would you just stand to your feet? God of miracles. Lift your hands to heaven. Your eye closed. You are the God of miracles. You're not a respecter of man.
He was the God of miracles. I'm asking you, Lord, for miracles in this place today. I'm asking you, Lord, that you will turn it around for your people. In the name of Jesus. Come, miracle worker. Oh, come back, Kore Mahanda Rahosien. Oh, Rapakoto Karamakati. Miracle worker. You make a way where there seems to be no way. Lord, I ask you on this Mother's Day, give a miracle to every mother in this place. Give a miracle, Lord, to every mother. Heal physical bodies. on he's here people would you just lift your voice and start to pray come on just for two minutes praise him to the miraculous he's the God of miracles he's the God of miracles Lord for those who's praying and crying out for financial breakthrough I ask you Lord for financial miracles today I ask you for miracles in physical bodies. Heal them, Lord. You are the Lord, our healer. I command cancer right now to dry up and be gone in Jesus' name. We rebuke that spirit of cancer. Foul spirit of cancer. Come out of those bodies. I command you leave that body in the name of Jesus. Dry up to the root. Be gone in Jesus' name, cancer. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. I believe in you. I believe in you. Come on, He's the God of miracles. You're the God of miracles. He's the God of miracles. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. The God of miracles. Come on, He'll provide for you in the desert. He'll provide for you in the storm. He'll provide for you in the calm. He'll take care of your needs. He says, Ask. Ask that you might receive. He says you do not have because you do not ask. Ask this miracle worker. He's your father. Ask him this morning. Miracles in this place. Lord, increase the oil. Not cease. The oil will not run dry. Fill every vessel, Lord, in this place. 
for every vessel this morning. In the name of Jesus. What I'm going to do is, if you need a miracle, quickly come to the front. I'm just going to lay hands on you and touch, touch your head. Trust God to do a miracle. Come on quickly, if you need a miracle, whatever miracle you need. He's a God of miracles. When you get to the front, lift your hands to heaven. Surrender to Him. As you come out, this must be your prayer. I beg you that I can just touch your garment, Lord. And touch Him this morning. Come when you get to the front, talk to Him. Speak to the Lord. Thank you for your miracles. Come on, just 30 seconds. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. Come on, you're asking what you want Him to do for you. Come on, pray. Don't just stand here, but pray to Him. Cry out to the Lord. You are the God of miracles. You are the God of miracles. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That you are the God of miracles. You promised the, the anointing shall crush every yoke. This morning I ask you, Lord, that through the power of the Holy Spirit, that every yoke shall be crushed in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your anointing, let it touch her, Lord. Let the power of God touch them, Lord. We declare miracles, Lord. Miracles today, Lord. You are the God of miracles. Let miracles happen. Let miracles happen, Lord. Let miracles happen, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a miracle. There goes the miracle, supernatural miracle, the God of miracle. Come on, this snake come in alignment with the Word of God. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Woo! Joe, the God of miracles. Woo, the God of miracles. It's miracles, Lord. We stand in agreement for miracles. Miracles this morning, Lord. Miracles, Lord Jesus. A miracle, Lord Jesus. You are the God of miracles. The Lord, the anointing crushed the yoke. We receive miracles this morning. We receive miracles this morning, Lord. Let it be breakthrough in every area of their lives. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's wrong. stretch out your hands towards her you fell spirit of cancer I come against you in the name of Jesus 
And Lord, I command your word says you've given us power over every power of darkness. I command that spirit of cancer come out of this body and never return. Cancer dry up to the root and be gone. In Jesus' name, every form of pain, loosen it now in Jesus' name. You spirit of death, I break your power. The word says you give us life and death. Choose life that you might live. I declare life to her body. Come on, do you choose life this morning? We choose life in the name of Jesus Christ. Now I want you to get out of this wheelchair. And I want you to stand. And as you do, the power of God is going to come back in your body. Come on, let's help her. Strength is coming back to your body. Come on, give me your hands. Strength is coming back to your body. Just take away the wheelchair. Lord, I command life right now from your head to the soles of your feet. I cancel this doctor's report. I make it void. Touch your Lord now. Come on, the Lord is touching you from your head to the soles of your feet. Be healed in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for this testimony, Lord. Come on, can somebody praise Him right now? You are the God of miracles. Woo! You are the God of miracles. There's a testimony, Lord, for your people. Miracles. Come on, praise His name. Miracles. Woo! Miracles. Come on, let's praise Him. He's the God of miracles. A 24-hour miracle, Lord. A 24-hour turnaround, Lord. In the woo, name of Jesus. Miracles. Miracles, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The God of miracles. Oh, that's the power of the Holy Ghost in this place. Miracles, Jesus. Oh, miracles, Lord. Take it. Miracles, Lord. Miracles, Lord, in this body. Miracles. Miracles, Jesus. I believe in you. Lord, you are the God of miracles. Oh, supernatural turnaround, Lord. Miracles is our portion. In Jesus' name. Head to the soles of her feet. Miracles. Miracles. Oh, miracles, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for, for miracles, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Bring them closer. Bring them closer. I just need to say what I hear. The oil will not cease. I thank you, Lord, for this morning. A miracle of sustainability in the name of Jesus. Shut the door behind you. For the miracle is about to happen. Woo! There's a woman here. Can't get pregnant. Come. Come, you want a baby? Quickly run. Jesus, thank you. For a miracle. God of miracles. You want the baby. You want God to touch your, your body. Come. Jesus, thank you for miracles. Thank you, Lord, for miracles. You are the God of miracles. You are the God of miracles. We thank you, Lord, 
for breakthroughs in the lives of your people. Miracles in Jesus' name. for a miracle, a miracle, a miracle, a miracle. That's everybody. Thank you, Lord, for a miracle, a miracle, Jesus. Come on, would everybody just lift your hands? Lord, my month is our month of miracles. And we step into it right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, nothing lacking. This will be the month where we will see increase. Come, I need two or more to agree right now. This will be the month of increase, Lord. The month of acceleration. Where we will see the God of miracles performing His word. I want you to say this with me. By the end of May... I will have a testimony that will shock the world. Come on, declare this. By the month of May, end of May, I will have a testimony that will shock my enemies. Come on, say with me. By the end of May, I will have a testimony that will shock my friends. Do you believe that? He's the God of miracles. He's the God of miracles. I said, he's the God of miracles. Stretch your hands towards it. We believe God. Just put your hand on your stomach. Now, Father, I declare life into the womb. And I speak your word, Lord, that I declare 10 months from today. Lord, that there will be a baby girl. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, I speak it now. Touch them, Jesus. And I want to tell you, I don't just see one, I see three. You will have three children. In the name of Jesus. And this is not where it stops. I see an increase coming. A financial turnaround. Woo! Listen, I just want to say this. You're at the best place possible. Because I also see a house that God is going to give you. God's going to give you favor. It's time to go and shop for that house. Don't worry where the supply will come from. You stay close to Jesus. And He'll supply every need. Every single need. I see this clear as day. A house is coming your way. Lord, as your servant, I declare it. And it shall be established for them. In the name of Jesus. For you are the God of miracles. We thank you, it's done. Come on, thank God it is done. It's done, it's done, it's done. Wow, I believe in you. 